Is this a spiritual podcast? <laughs> sure is. You're listening to Wild and Holy Radio, the realest conversation on spirituality, finding your truth, and creating a life that honors your soul. I'm your host, Megan Hale, and together we'll grow in more faith, more love, and doing our holy work in the world. We've always been holy, and we were born to be wild. Permission to be both is granted. This episode is sponsored by Honey and Sage Co., a women's wellness subscription care package and apothecary who believe in holy wellness and self-care is sacred. Find out more at honeyandsageco.com. Happy Monday, everybody. This episode is getting out a little bit later than usual because I am fresh back from Wild and Holy Weekend in Austin, and it takes some time to get resettled after you go through a big, expansive weekend, so I wanted to give myself some extra space just to get back in my groove this morning and get acclimated to my house. It's always so nice to sleep in your bed after you've been away for a couple of days and you know how it is when you've been away and it's just nice to get home and kind of recenter and regroup. Um, Wild and Holy Weekend was so phenomenal. All of the women there just had the best time and I'm so excited to see how all of the seeds that we planted this weekend continue to ripple out for each of them. You know, I was looking at the calendar and fall equinox was September 21st, which was Thursday of last week. And when I woke up this morning, the sun was noticeably waking up a little bit later. So I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Like we really did usher in a new season. And I think that's something really powerful. So what I wanted to talk about today is this concept of expansion, again, kind of recircling back to where we left off in the three-part series, because there's this other thing that happens when we expand, and that's called contraction. And there's this flow and flex with life as we continue to open up to new things, and there's that harmonious balance of wanting to shrink back after we expand, wanting to um, recenter or regroup or slow down or integrate. And that's totally normal and part of the process. And I think that it's something that we don't really talk about a lot because our culture is very much focused on perpetual growth, continued growth. All of our action is moving forward, right? And so when we don't feel like we're moving forward, we might even feel like we're moving backwards. We can oftentimes make up a story about that, that this is wrong or bad or something's going on when all that's really happened is we're just reacclimating after a huge expansion. So after a retreat like this of Wild and Holy Weekend, there's, my goodness, like we were just held in expansion all weekend of stepping into new truths for ourselves, reclaiming new things that we wanted to embody, releasing things that no longer served us, and really stepping into this new season of our lives and of ourselves. And one of the things that I mentioned to all of the women there before we were wrapping up is just to be noticing <laughs> any times when they're starting to kind of want, wanting to move inward, wanting to slow down, because we, we need that time to really let everything settle when we go through a big shift. 
And I know for me, I have often looked at those times as something like, oh, it doesn't feel good to contract. It feels really great to expand, <laughs> which I have a whole new appreciation for lately, by the way, because there's been a lot of expansion happening in my life and it has really challenged me a great deal to allow it allow it. And I never thought that that would be the case. And as, as I was talking to one of the women this weekend, um, you know, our theme for this retreat was all about expression and expansion. And I think that there's this like, there's this underbelly to expansion that I really did not know before. And it kind of reminds me of the concept of receiving and also the concept of patience. So <laughs> I realized a long time ago that if you pray for patience, God will continue to show up in ways of giving you situations to practice patience, which is so infuriating and frustrating. And the same thing happens when we're asking to learn how to receive. We can be just almost bombarded with gift after gift after gift after gift to allow us to receive, to give us opportunities to receive. And what I have noticed is that it's brought up all of my feelings of not enoughness of like, is it really okay to receive this much, right? And there's like this underbelly to it that I didn't expect. And the same thing has happened with expansion. <laughs> um, I've been really expanding into this new version of myself lately. And there's this underbelly to it of like, it's not really that comfortable or as comfortable and exciting as I thought, because it brings up all my resistance to it. <laughs> so it's been really interesting holding um, a really big dichotomy at the same time, uh, just creating space for that of like, yes, I'm expanding in some ways and contracting in others. There's a lot of resistance present. Um, having to, I feel like I'm like pushing through things, um, which can feel really liberating, but when you're trying to push through something, it can also feel excruciating. So it's, I think it was all perfectly timed, um, at Wild and Holy Weekend this weekend that, you know, I've been holding space for a lot of holding this vision for Wild and Holy Weekend and Wild and Holy Truth. Our challenge is starting tomorrow. So if you haven't signed up, most definitely sign up for that. And I remember feeling like super emotional this retreat, which could be that I'm six months pregnant, <laughs> but I think more so it's about all of the emotional um, energy that I've been holding um, this past month, really um, expanding into this new, this new vision and version of myself. And there was this moment on Saturday where I was like, man, I just feel like I need to fall apart. I feel like I need to fall apart, but I also feel like I need to keep it all together because I'm the one that's holding space for everybody here, you know? And one of the girls that was there was teaching Koya as one of my really good friends. And she just wrapped me up in her arms and I just started crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this okay? And she's like, of course it's okay. And after I sat with that for a little bit, it was like, I, I know this so deeply. Like there's so much pressure that we put on ourselves as women to keep it all together and not fall apart because we don't think we can do both at the same time. And that was a big way for me to expand this weekend is to give that to myself and to know that I could be both, that I could fall apart and still be keeping it together at the same time. And that was really refreshing because I think for me, like I've had all these stories, which I think is, is pretty common for high achievers, that if we let ourselves fall apart, that means that we're weak or we can't handle it or we can't whatever, whatever it is that we're telling ourselves and that we're not keeping it all together. 
And what I noticed this weekend is that part of keeping it all together is really honoring your truth in the moment. Um, letting yourself fall apart allows you to put yourself back together in, in a stronger way, in a more complete way, and I think in a more honoring way. So it was interesting to just kind of witness that for myself this weekend and really going into this retreat to give, 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 but also to receive. And I, I love all of the different layers that continue to show up as we just talk about this concept of being both wild and holy because this, this ampersand in the middle of wild and, and holy, that and is so permissive. It gives us so much permission around holding the space for two very opposing things. It can be opposing things, two dichotomous things, two paradoxes, right? And knowing that both of these are good. Both of these are great. Both of these can exist simultaneously. So it was just so awesome to witness that for myself of like I'm falling apart and I'm also keeping it together at the same time. And there was um, some reflection around that of the women there who were like, I'm so glad that I was able to see that because it gave me more permission too that I don't need to keep it all together all the time, right? And I think it's so easy, like so easy for us to assume that we're the only ones who are struggling when we don't see anybody else going through that expansion process of, you know, the, it's, it's kind of like the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Like it takes a lot of emotional work to expand into a new version of ourselves, to expand in our leadership, to expand in our growth, to expand in our spiritual authenticity. I mean, it is it is major. It is so major because we're stripping away layers and it's vulnerable and it's raw and it's messy and we're like just, and we just keep going, right? It's, it's everything all at once. And of course, that's a heightened emotional experience for us. And when you have that pressure to also like, so experience all of this emotion at the same time and keep it all together. Like that's an insane amount of pressure. And I realized that I had been trying to do that. And I, I mean, that's an old story, folks. Let's just be real. Like I've been carrying that story for a long time, the importance of keeping it all together, right? And to realize that I could do both at the same time was really freeing. So I'm just like, that's just one of my nuggets that I'm taking away from Wild and Holy Weekend. And it's, it's so phenomenal being able to facilitate these retreats and these experiences. And, you know, we're getting ready to go into a group program, Wild and Holy Truth, um, which will be opening for registration in a couple of weeks. And I know the transformation that happens in these experiences. And when we give ourselves the permission to be both and, so much opens up for us. So much. And that was one of the things that just kept on showing up over and over again this weekend is we, we try and put ourselves in this either or thing instead of this both and permission. And we started reframing all of this this weekend. And I, I noticed how freeing it was to be scared and keep going to be in resistance and keep moving forward, to be falling apart and keeping it all together. <laughs> and it's so beautiful. It's so incredibly beautiful. And it really reminds me of, you know, how Glennon talks about life is beautiful and brutal. It's both and all at once. <laughs> and that's, 
it's just, it's wonderful to see that show up in so many different ways. And I'm telling you, when, when women come together who are on a similar path and on a similar journey, it's such powerful mirroring and reflection that happens in those, in those sacred groups. And I'm just, today I'm just feeling completely honored and blessed to be able to bring these women together and hold space and let them co-create this experience with me, letting them step into their own wisdom and leadership and guidance and being there for each other and giving and receiving. It's, Oh, you guys, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm just, I'm so grateful. So I would like to continue to, to, to talk about this both and concept of the expansion and contraction, um, because these things happen usually simultaneously, like parts of ourselves are moving in this other new direction, while other parts of ourselves are kind of like, shrinking back. We say yes to things and no to things all at the same time. And it's really interesting to um, have some objectivity around that expansion is not just go forward and outward. It's also going inward too. It's also um, creating boundaries in other areas of our life. It's saying a better no so we can say a better yes. It's saying a better yes so we can say a better no. It's, it's all of these things at once. So it was so interesting to me that the theme was expression expansion this weekend because it's like, did I know that I was going to be in this place and like deep expansion come September? Um, but I think it was just so divinely orchestrated. So all of this to say, when you are expanding, when you're shifting your paradigms, when you're shifting your TFDs, when you're starting to shift into new ways of doing an embodiment, right? Especially the embodiment piece. There's also going to be other areas that are contracting. And there's nothing that's happening that's wrong. It's all part of the process, right? And what's really interesting about that is, you know, our bodies are built for homeostasis. They're built to maintain the same body temperature, the same blood pH. I mean, all of these systems and regulatory functions of our body are meant to stay the same. And so when we are actively pursuing a new version of ourselves or a new way of being in the world, embodying something new, of course, there's going to be that contraction of like, is this really okay to do? Is this really okay to step into? It's like our, our self-doubt that we thought that we had dealt with like 10 years ago starts coming back up and we're like, why is this happening? What is happening? What is going on? I thought I dealt with you. <laughs> and I think it's just so helpful to know that this is totally normal. It's part of the process. This episode is brought to you by Honey and Sage Co. Did you know Honey and Sage Co. provides apothecary subscription boxes for women for all kinds of holy wellness? I just received my first maternity subscription box and I'm in love, love with the thoughtful products. Included were an energizing salt bath, a frankincense body oil, which is one of my favorite essential oils, an herbal tea, and a mala bracelet, perfect for staying centered and nourished during pregnancy. They're giving you 10% off your first order at honeyandsageco.com. Just use the discount Holy and Wild at checkout.
So as I sink into the integration of Wild Blue again this week, and as we get started on our challenge tomorrow, we're going to be stepping into new truths and new embodiment. And I know that there's going to be resistance present as we step into this new piece. And I think it's incredibly important that we don't view the resistance as a solid, no, this is wrong for us. Because I think that's a, it's very easy for us to interpret it that way. And one of the stories that I told this weekend was um, the whole process of bringing these women into Wild Holy Weekend. And it wasn't um, as easy as I thought that it was going to be, or it was supposed to be. So I had this story. I mean, how many can, of us can relate to that, right? something's going to go a certain way or it's supposed to be a certain way and then it goes sideways and you're like, what in the world? Like, am I not supposed to do this? Um, is, am I doing something wrong? We, it, it opens up a, a whole can of worms for us to start asking ourselves these big questions and doubting ourselves and doubting the work and doubting all the stuff, right? And one of the things that was happening for me is it was not as easy as I thought it was going to be, but I kept on getting the message to keep going anyway. <laughs> So it was like, just keep going, just keep going. And there was a part of me that didn't want to keep going. I was in major resistance. I'm like, that this is harder than I want it to be. I don't want to keep going. But the message was keep going. God said, keep going. There's more women out here who need this. Keep going. So, you know, I think <clears throat> talking about this both and thing is we can be in resistance and keep going. Yet there are also times when that resistance is telling us that this is not the right direction for us. And that's when the discernment piece is so incredibly important. To be able to discern between resistance of this is hard, but I need to push through it anyway because this is what I'm being called to do. This is what I'm here to do. There's a deep knowing and connection to purpose, right? Versus the resistance of it, sh it should not be this way. Um, doors keep on shutting. This is the wrong direction for you. You need to go in a different way. So learning to discern what that resistance is, is telling you, what it's teaching you is so incredibly important. And the difficult thing about that is, <laughs> is that there's never like a 100% true answer. That's the difficult part. Because there's always the opportunity of like, well, what if this is wrong? Or what if, what if I'm viewing this incorrectly, <clears throat> right? But for me personally, when you're deeply connected to your knowing, when you are um, deeply connected to your spiritual center, it's so much easier to discern the resistance correctly for you. So you know the right next step to take. And for me personally, I think we always know the next right step to take. And sometimes I've gotten the message to keep going. Sometimes I've gotten the message to wait. And there's been resistance to both of those. <laughs> when I've been told to wait, I'm like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. I want to do something now. I want to take action. And God was like, it's not time. I'm like, but I want it to be time. It's not time. You wait. So learning to be obedient to that. And then also, most recently, it was the message to keep going. It's like, but I don't want to keep going. <laughs> I don't want to keep going. This isn't how it's supposed to go. <laughs> God said, keep going. Keep going. And learning to be obedient to that. 
So I bring that up because I'll, I'll, that was a, something that showed up this weekend is how do we, how do we learn how to discern between like the resistance of we need to keep going versus the resistance to wait and all of these things. And it's really about being connected to your wisdom and the voice of God. What are you being told to do? What are you being called to do? And will you choose to honor that? Will you choose to trust that even if it doesn't make sense? And that was a thing that kept on showing up for me is God was saying, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm like, but this doesn't make any sense. Like it doesn't make any sense to keep going. It doesn't. And it didn't matter. Keep going. And I did. And it was perfect. So sometimes we want to look for the logical (laughs) direction, right? We want to understand like, okay, what makes the most sense here? And sometimes God asks us to do the thing that doesn't make sense. Our intuition asks us to do the thing that does not make sense. And learning to trust that and put action behind it, that is some major expansion right there. That's a major expansion. And it's the same thing that goes like starting around Holy Radio, right? The Enoughness Revolution had built such a beautiful community over almost two years that it ran. And when I got the call to start this new podcast, it was like, it didn't make sense. It did not make sense to leave something that was beautiful and building and growing and had all this momentum and so much great content. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? (laughs) But the call was to start something new and to really step into this new level of work. Like we need to talk about the spiritual stuff. We need to talk about the God stuff because so much of our freedom of who we think we need to be is deeply tied to those things those ideas, those stories, those, those rules that we continue to live by, right? So it didn't make sense at the time, but I did it anyway. And now I'm like, oh, I see. Like, <laughs> it all makes sense. And sometimes, you guys, it takes a long time for things to make sense. It can take years for things to make sense, right? And that's why, like, the whole process of September of calling in the women who were supposed to be at Wild Holy Weekend was so intense for me because it's like, well, people have to buy their plane tickets. Like they have to have time to buy their plane tickets, you know, like logistically speaking, like they're going to be too high. Um, I don't want this to be like a super um, pricey event. Like I want this to be accessible to women, you know? And God was like, we'll just keep going. I'm like, aren't people tired of hearing about wild holy weekend? Like I feel like I've been talking about it for months. So we get in our own head about it. And God said, keep going. And you guys, somebody bought their plane ticket the night before Wild Holy Weekend. Does that make sense? Like, would that make sense to you that, so that somebody would plan on doing that, that somebody would choose to do that? doesn't make any sense, right? And yet, God said, keep going. It doesn't need to make sense. So that, I don't know. I don't know what you call that. I don't know if that's blind faith <laughs> Or just being obedient to what you feel you're being called to do, even though there is a lot of resistance around it. It was just an interesting experience because once I got to Wild and Holy Weekend, I was like, wow, I called in nine amazing women and I had invited another woman from last Wild and Holy Weekend to come and be my assistant. So there was 10 of us there, right? 10 women. And as I was looking around the room Friday night, It's like, that's why I kept going. That's why I kept going. 
because if I would have given up three weeks ago when it made sense to me that nobody was going to, you know, um, make travel arrangements at that point, so so close to the retreat, there wouldn't have been those 10 women there. And it was all because I kept going because I listened to that guidance, even though it didn't make sense. So you want to talk about the both and thing, right? <laughs> that happens in the expansion. It's like, I don't want to do this <laughs> and keep going. Be in resistance and keep going, right? Or if you're getting the message to wait, like I did several years ago, which was incredibly infuriating and frustrating, <laughs> then you stay in resistance and you wait. You feel the resistance and you wait. You want to be taking action and you wait. And back then, the waiting, the waiting had a very powerful message for me because that was the beginning of the enoughness work of being so tied up in the doing of how I define myself, my productivity, my performance, the go, 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 the do, do, do. And when God said to wait, I said, I don't know how to do that. Who am I if I'm not doing, if I'm not working, if I'm not making things happen? And that silence that I was asked to create was the birthplace of so much growth. So you might be in a place where you're being asked to wait and it feels excruciatingly uncomfortable. And I just want to say, I see you. I know what that feels like. And to trust that why, whatever reason you're being asked to wait, a seed is being planted, a gift is being given. That will all make sense several months from now, maybe a year from now, maybe several years from now. You'll know when it's time to get moving again. You can wait and be uncomfortable in the waiting, right? Same thing. If you're being asked to keep going and it doesn't make sense and why am I like, I'm tired, I want to rest, keep going, keep going. You're like, what? This isn't, what? <laughs> There's a resistance there. You keep going, trusting that a seed is being planted, a gift is being given that you might not understand for weeks, months, or years to come why you're being asked to keep going. And so you keep going and you feel the resistance. We expand and we also contract, right? Life is beautiful and brutal. It's all, it's all. And when we give ourselves permission to embrace the all, so much freedom, so much freedom. And you're going to expand spiritually to hold space for both of these things. And I think for me, that is a lot of emotional mastery and a lot of learning how to just be, be in the uncomfortable spaces, learning to find comfort there. And what that has done for me and continues to do for me is it allows me to find more comfort in uncertainty, comfort in this doesn't make sense but I'm going to follow the call anyway. So those are just some early reflections <laughs> from Cloud and Holy Weekend. 
I literally got home like less than 24 hours ago. And I love the way that this onion is going to continue to peel layer by layer, revealing new truths as I go deeper and inward and outward and forward and backward, (laughs) both and wild and holy. So we have our wild and holy truth challenge starting tomorrow. You're going to get an email from me four days in a row. So Tuesday through Friday, they're going to be super powerful questions that you are going to journal on for 10 minutes. That's it. 10 minutes. This does not take a long time. One of the things that I love most about doing my challenges is that I have a way of asking you a question that pulls so much to the surface for you. And there's a couple of ways that you can participate in this challenge. Okay. The first, you're going to get the email first thing in the morning. The first way is to read the prompt and journal right away. See what comes up for you. The second way, which I think can be equally as powerful, I know it can be equally as powerful, is read the question right when you wake up and sit with it. Sit with it for half the day, the whole day before you journal. Because this question that I'm, the questions that I'm going to be asking you are really good questions to just marinate in, to sink into, to reflect on, to resonate with. So see which way you want to do this challenge. I know so much is going to come up for you around what your wild and holy truth is, how you're being called to show up in the world, to do your sacred work, the impact you're here to make, the things that are getting in the way of that, and what you need to be embodying and claiming for yourself to do it with more permission and to find more ease along the journey, to find more comfort in the discomfort, right? To find more certainty in the uncertainty, to find more trust and faith and in the fear and doubt, right? And I think that's one of the things that is shifting so much for me because I used to believe we can't practice faith and fear at the same time. And at this point, I know we can. We can still, we can be afraid and still have faith, And how much permission is that, right? Because sometimes we look at that fear as like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. But we can feel fearful and courageous at the same time. There's going to be so much that comes out of this challenge. I'm so excited. Okay, so go to the show notes, sign up. We're getting started tomorrow. Invite your friends because there's a $1,500 giveaway because Wild and Holy Truth Group program is starting October 23rd. The cart's going to close October 16th. And I'm giving away a free seat on Monday, a week from today. So we're going to have a free masterclass at 12 o'clock central next Monday. I'm going to be announcing the winner and guess how easy it is to win. All you have to do. So once you sign up for the challenge, you're going to get a unique link. And if you share that unique link, the most times on social, you're going to win. That's all you have to do is simply share the challenge and invite people to take it with you. And you can win a free seat to wild and holy truth group program, which I'm going to be talking about in depth on Monday. Okay. So sign up if you haven't. Share the challenge if you haven't. We're going to have an amazing time. We're starting tomorrow. And even if you join late, it's totally okay. So keep on sharing the challenge while we're doing the challenge and bring other people to this work. Give them permission to be both and to open up, to expand 
and contract, to be scared and really ready, <laughs> to be fearful and have faith, right? Yes, because that's how we continue to walk forward. That's how we continue to walk forward. We can be in resistance and keep going. It's going to be so good. Okay, so I will see you guys first thing tomorrow for our first day of Wild and Holy Truth Challenge. All the links to sign up are in the show notes, so go and check that out. And I will see you on Thursday for after the episode, which we do every single week over on my Facebook page at 1130 Central. So make sure it's on your calendar. I will see you there live. And I'll see you in your inbox tomorrow for the Wild and Holy Truth 4-Day Challenge. Bye, you guys. <laughs>